0: What is shaking, Super Nintendo's? It is I, your host, Seth Macy, back for another exciting episode of Nintendo Voice Chat. This is episode 633. I am joined by a
1: Splatoon-immersed industry legend, Cat Bailey. <laughs> I'm trying to win this game live on the air. We got about believe- two minutes to go. I'm doing all right. I'm inking really yeah. hard, but somebody's coming up behind me. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> uh, straight from the Joy-Con Museum, Herr Schneider.
2: I'm right behind you, Kat.
1: <laughs>
2: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Hey, thanks. Thanks as always for joining us. And making his NVC debut. You might know him from the internet, Jeffrey Ving.
3: Hello, hello. I am also playing against pairing Cat because you can have three teams in Splatoon 3 now. So. Oh in theory, yeah, when I've it never works.
2: Encountered it.
0: Everyone is holding up their switch, and I've just got Oh, emotes. but wait! You have just...
2: red ones.
0: Yeah, of course, I have red ones.
2: You have the. You nice. don't. I don't have. This the... has a.
0: Yeah, it has the uh, uh, avoid if removed sticker still on it, so that's how you know they're fresh and hot and ready to go. Nice. Actually, the red one doesn't work, so oh, yeah. I have to mix and match.
1: <laughs> the freshness
0: rating know. is at the top. Hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it's a uh, uh, kind right. of a slow week in Nintendo World with. One exception that went on this morning, but before we get to all of that stuff, I wanted to ask the pimp, How you doing? <laughs>
2: What's new? <laughs> doing pretty well. Doing yeah. doing well. Yeah, I've been I've been traveling a lot. So, you know, it's just in LA and I'm in New York next week. And so uh that means I get to play a lot of Switch.
0: Oh. Anything in particular that you're planning to be playing? Other mm. than across
2: yeah well that came out so obviously i'm playing that whenever i don't want to use headphones because you know there's only three pieces of music in it so it gets old uh no i, I want to finish the splatoon single player. i haven't finished that yet i oh, okay. finished uh, finished monkey island and uh unpacking that was another lingering switch game that i was sitting around so i I've, I've wrapped those up
0: i actually didn't know that unpacking was on switch and now i'm
2: very intrigued mm-hmm. oh yeah everything's on switch everything's on switch that is true well, yeah.
1: i'm doing really poorly seth because i just lost by like 70 percent, to 20 percent. well that's rough. your teammates are mm-hmm. terrible i don't know it's true it's true i was the number one overall splatter in in my game
2: okay uh, i was gonna say like if you with that ratio you probably can't be on nbc second,
1: i came in second place <laughs> and everything so yeah. you know I'm gonna go start my pro career as a Splatoon 3 player. Nice. Any second. Oh, nice. Now.
0: Yeah. I mean, just don't leave the show, please. Just make sure that you have Thursdays <laughs> like, not trading. Promise. Okay. Sweet. Right on. The pair of you playing anything
2: else? Yeah, I've uh, I've downloaded the Pilot Wings. I also downloaded the. Pilot do, you, wings. do you guys remember the Pilot Wings? So first of all, I hadn't played it in a long time. I obviously played it a long time ago when it came out alongside mario 64 at the launch of nintendo 64 and i felt sad for that game because everybody only wanted to play mario 64 and then you know like once in a while i busted out Pilot wings i'm like oh man this is really fun but most notable when you boot it up now is yeah the porn track (laughs) (laughs) it really i mean some of the songs sound like 70s porn but it's awesome yeah um what what i really like the games dated in its simplicity in some of the like kind of like the menu systems it's and like the mission setup demo, right? and all of that huh it's like a tech demo <laughs> showing it was off
1: a, the mode seven it was a tech dem- <laughs> demo but you know they
2: they worked with a company that had done pro flight sims before and like it feels still feels really good like the sense of like when you're using the hang glider and you're catching wind and you or you're going down that that mountain path to fly through the rings it just feels very very good
1: but landing that
2: helicopter I'm really good at it. I get, I get perfect landing. Yeah, the the gyrocopter, I, I'm I'm perfect, and I'm really good at shooting missiles too from far away. But uh, there, you know, the thing that I find most notable is that Nintendo actually, you know, it's upresed, so the polygons look sharper. You know, like obviously all the overlays are still, still kind of uh, uh, blocky looking, but like it looks it looks nicer and then they fixed the frame rate in a lot of places like generally yeah. the game runs much better and like you have to remember pilot wings 64 like this was a company that worked on much more powerful systems before they tried to do a flight sim on the n64 they even recreated the united states as like a mini map and all of that <laughs> and inevitably ran into the challenges that the system couldn't handle as much you know like push as many polygons as they thought and so the game runs ran letterboxed on the n64 and also ran at frame rates in the 20s and that a lot of that is fixed now which is awesome i really i'm i'm really enjoying it again um except for that blood curdling scream when you crash it's like it haunts me (laughs) Uh, they've
1: low-key done a fair amount of work on the nintendo 64 uh to enhance it improve it i'm still a little bit like it just doesn't feel right, uh, the way it plays, the way the games look. Um, I I kind of just want to play N64 the, the old-fashioned way, which is like a privileged thing to be able to say, but... Well, it's when you... It, it's if, the controller. Well, it can never be the same without those... So-
2: I have the controllers, yeah. and like at first, I played it with a pro controller. And you're right, because when you use the gyrocopter, the missile is on the Z button, right? Mm-hmm. And where it's like it's on on one of the shoulder buttons when you play it with the pro controller. And it does there is something different to how it feels and how it was designed around that controller. Um, by the way, October thirteenth, it says here, that's a lie. <laughs> Nintendo keeps releasing these games in the U.S. a day early, so maybe it's the thirteenth. Nintendo in Japan. lying
1: to us? What?
2: Yeah, no, they they all. You know, if you're ever p- planning your day around Nintendo Online releases, they all seem to drop a day early. As I do, yeah. So yeah. that's good to know. But, but how you, are, are you enjoying your? Are you enjoying Pilot Wings? Do you like going back to it?
0: I actually didn't play it on the uh, N64 hmm. at launch. It wasn't until like many, many years later. Um, but I've said on the show many times, I am the world's uh, best any uh, Super NES Pilot Wings player. And okay. I, yeah. Um, so i do very much enjoy it and i was playing it this morning i was like oh yeah this is like so much fun and i kind of you know just spread my ashes on on the castle like that's just where i want to live <laughs> and die but it's funny that it has the weird porno music because then one of the <laughs> women that you select as a character which is this cartoon game she goes oh yeah the
2: like, characters you know, are really, really ugly sexy. too like it, it yeah. really it's it's you can tell Nintendo struggled with, you know, what should we do with these limited polygons? And like, you know, they did a reasonably good job with Mario in mm. in three D and all of that. But these characters are absolutely hideous. They're so They're pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah, it's
0: just Nestor from uh, Nintendo Power. His face, just six polygons on a. a
2: <laughs> I will say, generally, I think the Super NES game is a better game you know the mm, yeah, original the, the pilot wings, wings but like but flying over a 3D world and exploring is is really cool and they they are very clever like there's a mission where with your your jetpack the rocket belt you chase down balloons and when you hit the balloon you're supposed to pop them they split into four balloons and they're like bouncing around the or more even they bounce around the environment oh, and like the yeah the, the Super NES one i was obsessed with that one uh, you could yeah. bounce on those little pads too and des- destroy them those yeah. little bubble pads
0: oh this was Yep. The game I got for Christmas, the first year we had our Super NES, the yep. first year that the Super NES was out, so it was either it was this and Super Mario World, which I beat three days after we got it. So yeah, but I some hours into this,
2: yeah, but but no, I I I think Pilotwings '64 is 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 really enjoyable, and I'm glad that we got it back. And also, talking about Pilot Wings means that most listeners turn off the show and leave. <laughs> oh
0: come uh, on! It's where's always- my wing
2: heads at? Look, I was around when that game was new, and we covered it and wrote about it, and nobody cared. Like people just don't care about the Pilot Wings series, which is sad.
1: I have a question block it's Too peaceful uh, impromptu question block. If oh. the monsters showed up and you had to save <laughs> the planet, but it was a Nintendo game, any Nintendo game, what would it be? what What's your What's your pick? Like Seth, it's clearly it's Pilot Wings for the SNES, world's greatest yeah. Pilot Wings uh, player. But what about you, Pear?
2: if i had to do what like so you're
1: saving the planet yeah by being really good at this game by like finishing it whatever and the monsters are playing
2: against you yeah 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 oh it would be it would definitely be some it'd be something like f-zero f-zero yeah 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 just, like any of the classic racers i just obsessed you just over. destroy them yeah no oh. <laughs> not even close yeah they, they can't even get through easy mode in GX, for example. Oh my they wouldn't God. be able to beat that. <laughs> or story mode. They would never hear how the fascinating story ends. Yeah. Uh,
0: they win! That's yep. how it yeah. is. Spoilers for F-Zero. I'm, actually, that's a great question. Jeffrey, what what game would you play against the Monstars?
3: I probably... Did you guys ever play uh, Micro Machines for the N64? Yeah. Oh. No. That was good. What? That uh, was really good. It, i love that game i i would love to see that on switch online i don't know why they would ever put it those characters actually were very also very ugly but also kind of hot too like <laughs> you know, there was like the greaser with the jacket and then there was just like very clearly like busty woman it was very, it was a product of its time um but uh yeah, yeah. oh my god oh, there it is oh my gosh. how did they pull that up so quick that's incredible uh yeah um Power micro red. machines it was so fun i mean it's kind of like I feel like I get the same fun playing Hot Wheels Unleashed now, uh, but <laughs> <so bad>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, going back to <laughs> the characters with no eyes. Uh, yeah, uh, micro machines. I would say just driving through like a science classroom with a micro machine. There it is. Oh hey, man, look wow. how good! Yeah. It looks really, it looks really
2: good. Still. That's a shockingly yeah. good
1: looking. No, it it, it it
2: was a really competent version. I I really enjoyed it. Um, and you brought up. Uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed. So I've been playing it because it got added to PS plus, but like Jeff, are you playing it on Switch or other platforms?
3: I am playing it on uh, PS five. Okay. I I wanna get it on Switch, but I it's I just find myself wanting to see the I mean Kat was talking about not wanting to play games in 30 frames per second so you know uh, I want to play it in, in 4k
2: that was going to be my question you know the Switch version runs at 30 and the others run at 60 and that's that's why I didn't get it on Switch when it you know when it when it came out and you know then I forgot, forgot about it and I'm happy it's on PS Plus so I can play it but that's a really really fun racer um, Hot Wheels Unleashed um, and if, if people only have a Switch it might be worth a look
0: yeah. Kat, you have to answer your own question now.
1: I do. Uh I think once upon a time I would have said Super Smash Brothers, but then as with so many other things, I discovered that there's a pro community and that they're all way better at Smash Brothers than I am. I've never learned how to wave dash or do any of that other stuff. Um probably Pokemon, Ruby, and okay. Sapphire. Okay. Uh, uh. Maybe the uh 386 singles, 6v6, like uh and then with the smog on rules, I, I I could probably do all right. I
2: figured it would be like classic Madden or something.
1: Oh, if... my, my other answer is a, a race through the original Ninja Gaiden for the NES. Okay. Yeah. that's. I'm pretty sure I could beat the Monstars at that. Yep. Yeah. I play that game a lot. Yeah. Just like once a year, pretty much. So I if I ever decided, if I ever had the patience to do speed running, that would be the game I speed ran. Nice. I learned about oh. something... <gasps> Have you heard the Mario Hour, the, the Mario Power Hour, or something like that? It's a no. speed running challenge where you beat Mario One, Mario Two Japan, Mario Two USA, and Mario Three, Mario World, and Mario sixty four in an hour. In an hour. In an hour. <laughs> Why? Because How? it's fun. That's it's cool. Insane. I watched them do it. It was actually I really can't, amazing. I
2: can't even find the copies of those games in an hour in my house.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've, I've never <laughs> finished. I have them.
2: I've never finished Mario Two Japan. Like,
1: I just got no, a Famicom wow. disk system, and now I'm yeah. kind of like, I kind of should pick up Mario 2, like the was OG it, Mario
2: 2. Was it called here Lost Levels? Or lost lost okay. Levels, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Kat, I love that when you said Ruby and Sapphire, I'm just imagining you going through Victory Road, like, spending so many hours trying to get to the Monstars at the end, <laughs> just using all your HMs and TMs to well, get gonna there. If they going to be, like, level I'm 60,
1: like... I'll be, like, level 100. They wouldn't stand a chance. <laughs> yeah. My level 70 uh, Blaziken... It's going to just run rough, rough shot on them until the Blaziken was pretty weak in Ruby and Sapphire. Anyway. <laughs>
0: anyway. <laughs> uh, Well, we spoke about games running uh, at 30 FPS on Switch, and it turns out I've been playing one of those games. It's uh, a pair. It gets the pair seal of approval. Hmm.
2: The Royal Tunic. Pair.
0: I've been playing Tunic on the Nintendo Switch, and my God, do I love Tunic to the point where I have so many things that I want to say about it that I don't think I could do it justice. I would have to write them all down in a two to three thousand word essay and carefully comb through it and redo it over and over again. I never played this on Game Pass, even though it was free, so I don't know what it looks like in sixty fps. But I do know that it definitely looks a little fuzzy around the edges yeah. on the hmm. Nintendo Switch, and that's without even it's knowing what, game, it, what it's supposed regardless. to look like.
2: Again, like with a lot of Switch games, when you actually play them in handheld mode because of the smaller screen, the the more blurry games actually look really good, right? Yeah. Um, it's a it's still a pretty game, even on Switch.
0: Oh yeah, I wouldn't like if you have a Switch and you don't have any other way to play it. It's not, you know, like devastating to try to play it on Switch. I'm having a a, a lot of fun, and I actually I love this game. A whole lot. Oh god, I, I can't
2: wait to that. to hear more from you when you're when you're done with it. It's too bad it has
1: technical compromises because I wouldn't exactly say that Tunic is like the, you know the the most technically intense game out there. So no, for sure, the fact yeah. that the Switch you know can't run it at 60 FPS is like, well, hardware is getting a little long in the tooth. As we said, I actually was playing it last night on my phone via xbox remote play on backbone controller nice and i i gotta say this is not a fashionable thing to say on a nintendo podcast cat take kind of preferred it
2: yeah is it snappy enough there's not enough the delay is not bad enough Uh, to
1: well i plugged in my xbox yeah like i like wired it up so that i would be okay and it felt fine okay i might have it probably did have some input delay that i wasn't yep. perceiving but by and large i was really happy with the experience
2: yeah but um yeah seth the uh, you know as you're exploring this game i'm not going to say anything oh, oh okay
3: <laughs> <laughs> seth are you playing this on uh on handheld or like when you said it's fuzzy is it like yeah no dock? i'm playing it on my 65 inch tv
2: yeah
1: mm, I just, it's the way to go right is it better when yeah. it's docked
2: no uh, i i, I i bet you it looks better on the small screen yeah, yeah i'm yeah. almost certain because yeah. you
0: it just blows up the fact that you you can see they did what is, what is the, the trick that they did on like playstation pro where they would make checkerboarding mm-hmm. it's not exactly that but the sort of the edges do look like there's some information that is missing to help fit it into these switches yeah you know like you said aging hardware I mean, but i
2: wow, think that this dynamic resolution right like it's a little kinder on the small screen for sure yeah, I mean, um, I'm
0: sure it looks amazing on the OLED screen, because it is. It's a beautiful, colorful, colorful game, and that I love so much. It's the first game since Fez to make me feel how I used to feel as a little kid playing, like, like Zelda and stuff. Like the, the feeling of um, of exploration and discovery without being derivative, and with actually with by doing something new. And I love it. And I love it so much. I want to kiss that little foxy boy <laughs> on his face,
1: with mm. the control, his wet the- little nose the artwork, the little instruction manuals that you're discovering in the game. Yes. quite beautiful. Yeah I it's, think we
2: didn't make that clear last time like the instruction manual you actually find the pages in the game so you incentivize incentivize to go looking for the instruction manual because not only are you getting kind of hints as to what's to come like it's not like an instruction manual that just tells you how to do certain things it's like it actually tells you how to do new things it's almost like you're yeah. gathering new powers by gathering the instruction manual It's it, that whole loop is really cool the things that you can discuss Cover. the world you know like sometimes it can be a little frustrating figuring out figuring out how the pieces of the world fit together like if you remember link to the past when you first played it, and there'd be like some area and you're like how do i get to death mountain again like how do you where's the entrance to it because it doesn't tell you this game the questions I answered by adding more pages to it, which is really, yep. really cool. Subscribe yeah. to yeah. the
1: Nintendo Fun Club newsletter and find out.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> anybody on the fence, it's, it's just really good. I, just, I recently updated my top 10 games of the list so far list, which I keep on IGN playlist, which you should use too. Um, and uh, Tunic is still number one this year for me. Wow. We'll see. Like now, now Gotham Knights is coming out. There's more stuff in the fall, obviously, but so far it's That's still so Tunic.
1: Cool. Yeah, I think Elden Ring still my number one. Yeah. But I also haven't had a lot of games really hit me. I think I need to yeah. sit back and like think about the games that I've really enjoyed this year.
0: Well, Tunic and Elden Ring are probably the two games that I enjoyed the most, but only one of them. Is on I
1: have Switch. multiple friends Splatoon's who say Xenoblade from... Chronicles Three
2: is their number one. Xenoblade Chronicles is up there too.
1: Yeah, I am yep. surprised to this
0: moment that Xenoblade Chronicles Three like captured me- my interests at all, but I. Don't think it's up there for just my favorite. I think yeah, I think I'm with Paratunic might be my favorite wow. game so far this
1: year. I think I yeah. need to but, delve a little further into it because I'm still relatively early on, so maybe I haven't seen like where it really oh, takes off.
2: Oh, they, there's insane stuff in it. Yeah, it's yeah, really and there's, insane stuff. yeah.
0: I would recommend not, and it's it can get very frustrating, but I would recommend not using a guide at all. Even no, IGN has a Please comprehensive don't. guide, but um, you know, there were some times where I was walking around in circles and then the the answer was so completely obvious. It was like a problem with the geometry of the level. I didn't see that the stairs Mm. were like Behind this yeah spot. And I was like oh you gotta be cheating no me. exactly <laughs> don't look up like <laughs> the they're, doors they're
2: definitely are a dark there're definitely yeah. a couple of areas where like I, I wasn't sure how I could get from one point to the other and I had made that track before I'm like I didn't know how to connect it I used the guide and it was super helpful but like don't use the guide to figure out how to do the secrets and things there's one major giant crazy outside of the game secret at the end that I don't know Ugh. I don't know how anybody would solve it and I cheated on that one <laughs>
0: yeah there's but also some stuff like to raise your stats i thought you just got these items and it was completely by accident that i hit the button at the place where you like cash them in hmm. like, i didn't it doesn't tell you that at all no so
2: i just happened to find it by accident so but maybe those things are in the manual and you haven't found that page they
0: are in the manual they all in i didn't are. realize what it was i literally was <laughs> at the spot where you use them and i i accidentally pushed the button to activate them um and so yep. i found it by accident and then i was like oh my god now i these things make sense and i was able to power myself up
1: you know i will try to play through a game naturally but i have no problems whatsoever going to strategy guides yeah. to look things up yeah this just augments my enjoyment of the game i enjoy being able to find all the secrets and everything
2: yeah i don't i don't i don't feel particularly bad about it i, I think with tunic it's just that the the there is a guide for the game and that's the manual and you, you just know you need to think and know what to look for um but yeah. they are there are definitely some weird kind of convoluted things that it's nice to have a little bit of a helping hand so don't feel bad well,
0: i haven't gotten to those yeah yet. and yeah use the
2: ign guide because why yes, would you use course. anything uh, else why come would come you on. use anything else yeah
1: I
0: print it I out and i keep them about. in binders behind me <laughs> so i have physical <laughs>
1: Jeffrey, Seth, what's what your, are you doing? What, you need to click on them.
0: Oh yeah. I, well I click on them. I have a I play a cookie clicker machine that just clicks on IGN. Mm-hmm. Thank you very long. much.
3: Thank you, thank you. Yep. But you did run out of color ink, so all the hyperlinks are just the same text color.
0: Oh yeah. no. Yeah. It's a
3: bummer. But Jeffrey, what's your uh, stand on guys? Good, bad? It's funny, I'm like uh so with I'm <laughs> with I try not to use it because it's I'm playing breath of the wild right now like hmm. obviously played it you know it. oh i see okay yeah. but i'm trying to yeah the the tears of the kingdom really made me want to jump back in and, and find the rest of the shrines and there's some side quest that i didn't finish from like 2017 that it's just like you know a, it's like a riddle and it's like it's like it's talking about this painting southwest blah, blah blah what could he mean by that and i was like oh it's pretty obvious there's it's something near the the rito village and i'm just destroying that village just from the ground up looking for every clue and i'm like i'm staring at the sun i'm pointing my arrow toward the highest point like what is this clue and i it just knowing on ign.com that the answer is just a google search away is is killing me um but (laughs) i can't bring myself to look it up again the the guides in ign are award-winning and the team is amazing and they put so much work into it And I'm refusing to look at it, like a complete it dummy.
1: (laughs) This segment brought to you by Miranda Sanchez and Casey. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Casey, a friend of the show.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, you got to think back in the day when you would play Zelda Two, and they would say some, or like Castlevania Two, there'd just be some cryptic thing that you would have to either never figure it out, or some kid that you knew at school had figured it out, or more than likely had read or heard it from like a cousin or nephew there were games that you could just like that was it you never would figure them out but there was was also stuff that was like
1: institutional knowledge because people just passed it from one person to the next there was yeah Yeah. that's right
3: also there was that nintendo like phone line that you could call oh my god yes i i
0: remember begging my parents that 900
1: phone line
3: see i'm old enough that it was just a
0: local seattle number wow and i would call so it was just long distance charges which is something that no kid today has any concept it used <laughs> to cost extra money if you wanted to call outside of the town you lived in and sometimes it would cost a lot but yeah i used to call that all the time because i rented star tropics and i didn't have the um
1: i never figured the, that uh, one out there was one puzzle and i called that damn line like three times and they told me the same thing each time, and I could never figure it out. Star <laughs> Tropics.
3: Oh, so calling, hard. calling the phone line, and just kicking your your family off the internet every time, and they're like, "Oh, hey Seth, uh, calling again. I see." <laughs> this was this, this was
0: more like in the late '80s, yeah. yeah. But we what was it. cool is we'd go over to my friend's house, and he was the one who, like, uh, his, his uh, maybe uh, upbringing was a little more rough around the edges. So he would just be like, no, we can call and do whatever we want because my mom is working and we would just eat Fruity Pebbles and play Nintendo uh, until like three in the morning and watch American Gladiators. Those are fun times, (laughs) but enough about American Gladiators in the zeitgeist. Let's speak about something that actually is in the zeitgeist, which is the Super Mario movie trailer. Now. Kat, you were here live in the studio last week and you are the only cast member who survived because <laughs> you're the only one who returned this week from that Super Mario movie trailer reveal. It's been a week and just my my little bit of research into how people are feeling is entirely focused on the uh, the Facebook group for NBC. And people either really hate Chris Pratt as the voice and want Charles Martinet or they just don't care it doesn't seem like anyone loves Chris Pratt as the voice of Mario but I feel like that's the biggest takeaway from all of this is that Chris Pratt is either like the worst ever or just fine who, who, who thinks he's
2: fine <laughs> in the fine camp
1: just stomping on he's... those Koopas
2: yeah, I, I i think I think he's fine. Um, you know, obviously, we're so used to Mario's voice. And, you know, I'm sure Charles Martin A would have done an awesome job in this uh, here as well. Mm. And the reason for hiring Chris Pratt is not because he's a great Mario, but he's a famous person. And people will go to the movies and, you know, and, and we'll go see this movie, which will make a billion dollars. Um, oh, I think absolutely. it's going to make a billion dollars. Yeah. I First of all, I, I thought the trailer was awesome. I really, really like it. Yeah. I th- I think it's it's gorgeous. I think they, you know, I love the penguins already. And like, obviously, this this particular studio has a knack for creating these kind of mimi cute animal characters that are just really memorable. And like, we know the uh, penguins as the the birds that say
1: "meow" from yeah. the uh, yeah.
2: Mario sixty four sequences. And like, they gave yeah. they gave the king penguin an awesome yeah. awesome attitude and voice. Like, I. I love that they put a little Jack Black into Bowser's face as well. Mm. Um, I, I think some people have a negative reaction. They have a certain Everything. look and sound for their favorite characters in their mind. And like, as somebody who's played Mario games my entire life, I've seen paper versions of these characters. I've seen, you know, all these different stylized approaches to what Mario has looked like from the 8-bit sprites to, you know, Mario 64. He. He looks weird, right? Like when you see him there... The the mustache is all wrong. He he doesn't look like you remember him from playing Mario Odyssey, for example. And so you might have that initial reaction. But I I think that sort of stuff happens to us also when we play the games. Like you get used to a different look and it might not be your favorite, but you get used to it. And then the the character becomes the character you've already uh, always known. Like the whole line with... Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. He does a little like uh, Mario thing <laughs> in it, right? Mushroom
1: Kingdom, here, <laughs> here we, we come. come.
2: Like it, honestly, that voice sounded to me like a French cartoon. Like it's like it. It sounds uh. very tinting ish, or like like kind of classic animated. Things based uh, uh, made I, in like, France or Belgium. It felt
1: like OG Mario a little bit, and yeah. like going back to Mario Super Show kind of thing. See, I'm
2: not familiar. Didn't grow up here, but not yeah. The
1: super, I not the yeah. super high <laughs> pitched Charles Ooh. Martinet voice, but the much more of the you know kind of the Brooklyn accent thing. But I mean, people were like, he doesn't have an accent. I'm like, I, just, I picked
2: up. We don't know, one. right? We only heard this tiny little line, but like I think yeah. this oh. the my favorite part of that trailer. With the Luigi's Mansion sequences.
1: There was a there was was a meme of his like uh, Chris Pratt! They they didn't do the voice right, and the the design's all wrong, and yeah. it's like Super Mario Super Show. Well, uh, Captain Lou Obano is literally <laughs> Mario; he's right there on the screen.
2: But guess what? Everybody's right, right? Like yeah. these are characters that we grew up with, and your version <laughs> and what? Like, <laughs> the, like you never want that uncanny valley where something looks fake or not authentic to you. And like, yeah, so people have different reactions. I'd say, yeah. you know, let's see how it is when it's a whole movie, and you you get used to the character and the interpretation, because it's always weird I guarantee you the first time we will see link from the Legend of Zelda in some other format and speaking outside of the well, guy in the animated series me, princess, princess. Uh, it'll be weird right like because it's yeah. not going to sound like what it sounds like in your head it's
1: I mean okay here's my question All could right. they have done this movie just having the the Mario grunts because social sure. Uh, The IGN social team did a version of the trailer with just Charles Martinet's Mm -hmm. little grunts and voice of Mario cues, and it sounded great. And I was like, this feels like Mario.
2: What do you think, Vega? Would it be better uh, if it was just Yahoo? Yahoo!
3: uh yeah shout out to Dustin and Josh on the social team uh they put that banger together that has like 15 million views on the IGN (laughs) TikTok it is that nobody cared about the trailer they only liked the IGN version (laughs) with Charles that is Um, not true I think (laughs) I think uh the I think it could I think it could have worked with just the grunts because I mean look at the minions yeah they don't really speak that's true and Hmm. that's kind of uh i think it'd be very weird for like Mm -hmm. a very big nintendo you know flagship hero you know movie uh like they definitely need you know voice acting but i think it could have worked their world their there's and like maybe everyone else talks maybe that's something i think
1: that's the joke it's like maybe everybody's reacting to mario making the little mario noises like okay
3: Oh, that's a good thought, Mario. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you for uh, watching my movie.
2: Yeah, no, you could <laughs> I, I think I think it could have worked with, you know, if if every other character spoke. And like because if you go back to some classic Nintendo games, a lot of times when you have you know RPGs or stuff like the the protagonist just doesn't say anything, right? It's like even Mario and Paper Mario will be like dot dot dot, and then they're like, oh yeah, you really think so? Like she could have you know. even had Luigi <laughs> talk, yeah,
1: you know, but just have Mario doing the Mario voice, yeah, it would have been fun, I think.
2: But you know, again, we haven't seen the movie, so we don't know how pivotal to the story it is that Mario actually has a voice. <laughs> oh, god. oh, there's from the yeah. CDI game. Yeah. Oh my god, oh, this is actually I,
3: the post-credit scene for the Mario movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh
1: uh, man! I think okay. So supposedly there was a Zelda series in production for Netflix that got canceled. It
2: was a rumor that yeah. Variety posted at one point. Yeah, yeah.
1: and then it got oh, leaked yes, and I then it got this. killed. Oh, uh, I think Link talking would be far stranger than Mario. Yeah, because at yeah. least we've heard Mario enunciate words. Yeah, Link yep. only yells. He just it's, makes a yeah. yeah, it's. Interesting that you bring that up because I remember
0: in the lead up to Breath of the Wild, everyone was like really hoping well, not everyone, but there was a a lot of people who were hoping that Link was going to talk and have dialogue. And I remember my son who was like 13 at the time was against it, like very much. He says, Mm -hmm. no, Link is me. I play. I'm Link. I don't want him to talk. That's who I am. And I think that is what all you really need from Link. And I don't think that Link would be a very good protagonist for a television show or a movie for that simple fact that he's just there as you. He's the, the player that, or the character that you control to see the rest of the story.
1: But what if um, they made a Zelda show where Link is not the main character but he is like the hero of legend who's doing heroic things and people are talking about all of the amazing things he does. Uh, and ooh, like a Malon show. The, the legend of Malon. And sometimes he yeah. shows up and mm-hmm. everybody's like whoa, Link's here and he's Slaying Ganon oh. and everything, but when he does, he doesn't say anything. You just
2: see him in the background, like yeah. a, a shadow on the wall, going "so yeah." Come on.
1: Pretty much. If you're <laughs>
0: watching the uh the video version, Red just brought up the intro to Captain N: The Game Master, which in my <laughs> well, day was all we had. One of the worst was. shows I've ever watched. Uh, see, I don't know any of this stuff, and I watched it every Saturday morning. It was clear From the first episode, that the writers literally knew nothing about Nintendo. So,
1: like, Mother Brain, like, is the main villain. My Mother Brain! <laughs> it's like, what's going on? That's her voice.
0: Uh-huh. She's the main the villain. The
1: giant lips and everything? Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Very, very strange. And Eggplant Wizard, that famous Nintendo villain, also a, a co villain, and King Hippo. So, yeah, they just handed just... him a sheet, like, here's some Nintendo characters. Do something with this. And they did the
1: worst. Look, kids, you're you're in a much better place now than we were in the 80s. Yeah. Cartoons I, in the 80s were just really bad. That's that's my yeah. cat take. Sorry.
2: And, I mean, if you watch the original Mario live action movie, like it's talk about people <sighs> not understanding the source material, right? Like if their entire goal was let's make it look like it's in the real world and there's like a a shot of yoshi looking like a like a jurassic park raptor yeah. right like it's it's they weren't getting it and like watching this new mario trailer i feel like they get it like the, I, that sequence yeah, with luigi yeah. looked so good the ghosts look great um comic i thought comic's voice was great and like his his spells had the the little triangles and squares like they really yeah. it feels like it's a nintendo thing
1: right yeah i think mm-hmm.
0: that they Nintendo did a very good job of making sure. Miyamoto has- was
1: just standing them over them the entire time. It's like, no, fix yeah. that, fix that, fix that. Yeah, fix that. yeah. He probably just gave scouring. like an hour long talk to Chris Pratt about Mario lore and Chris Pratt was sitting there with sunglasses on going, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Koopas.
2: Man. We haven't even heard Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, which <laughs> That's what, that, I was what to sounds like I was Donkey going Kong. to talk
0: about that. Have we ever heard Donkey Kong talk? Has Donkey Kong talked ruh, in, in ruh. a game? Other than, yeah, like,
3: I know that Cranky Kong talks. He does the little...
1: The little
0: there ruh.
3: was the Donkey Kong Country, like, animated show. Cranky Kong's was. in it, too. I don't remember. This. Yeah.
0: Oh, I don't These know. tell that, me yeah. about the Donkey Kong is, Country. Is
3: yeah, it was... Um, oh, man, yeah. I, I'm trying to remember where what channel it was on. Maybe it was, like, a local... I was, was Donkey Kong Country. You guys remember it? The theme song's yeah. like, hey... Oh, here we go! Here comes, banana swinging. Uh, oh, no, this yeah. a it's made song. <laughs> Is this no, no red? Uh, this please no, uh, no, pull up. I, I um... <laughs> have a
1: vague sense memory of this happening in like the late '90s, maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's uh, it, it was like computer animated Donkey mm-hmm. Kong. There's like a fa- there's famous memes of him like on a snow mountain like singing like you know he there was um candy kong was like his love interest there we oh, there there go
1: look at that <laughs> the
3: oh one man of the worst yeah.
1: things i've ever seen
3: yeah oh, donkey kong donkey Kong's voice oh, was just kind of like he is oh, he is, talking. Oh,
1: he's talking
3: yeah he he's like <laughs> what him. do you mean where's king cruel like it was kind of <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> definitely not wild. seth Rogen. um yeah this this show had like so many seasons um uh but uh yeah they lived in the jungle and it was just like kind of a standalone <laughs> episodic like it, it was kind of like sonic boom where like every it's so episode
0: <laughs> amazing
3: i know <laughs> he sang a lot in this in the show like a lot yeah, that's what pe- that's what he's, kids wanted. He's just emoting
1: it? and reacting for yeah. the
2: most part. This was wow. this looks like high quality entertainment yet again. So, so surely Donkey Kong
1: is going to have a big role to play in this movie. I
2: I wonder, I mean, you could imagine that if this thing works, they're gonna start spinning off, right? Oh, like yeah. that you will sure. get Donkey Kong. And like we haven't gotten a big new Donkey Kong game in a while either. And Nintendo is definitely interested in keeping that that cash cow go- going in some fashion right so
3: i wonder if it'll be like the sonic 2 movie where it's like knuckles is like obviously a villain at the beginning and then it's like donkey kong is like the villain in the original and like then it's like oh we gotta team up and stop jack black
2: well maybe the maybe like we see mario come out of a pipe in this sequence right which means he was somewhere else so maybe he was in new Donk city and he was fighting seth rogan on top of a skyscraper we don't know right yeah. like they they might be that sort of you know, 15 minutes of otherworldly otherworld stuff. And then he goes to the Mushroom Kingdom. Which character shows
3: up in the stinger? Ooh,
2: Sonic, which Mario Sonic,
3: (laughs) Ben, we we had on our very own IGN Fan Fest. We had Ben Schwartz tell tell us that he wanted to see a post credit scene of Sonic showing up, saying, "I'm here to talk about the Smash Brothers initiative."
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> that would be very cool.
2: Oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah.
0: That is super cool. Um, all right. Well, I guess my last question then, after seeing Perry, you've already answered this, but did the trailer live up to sort of hype? Did it live up to expectations? Jeffrey, were, were you, did you walk away from this trailer? And I know you just like lit a match and walked away from it, uh. <laughs> feeling good or feeling let down at all?
3: Uh, well, like most of you guys and, and everyone watching, Nintendo directs are like Christmas day. So like yeah. watching that trailer, I, I probably watched that trailer. I know we like to exaggerate numbers <laughs> in general when we talk about things we love, but I probably watched it a hundred times. I wow. loved it so much. I know chris pratt is kind of the center of like "Eh, what's this about um but like look chris pratt you know he's just a guy he's just a guy um we can't forget the lego movie those movies were great obviously he was just chris pratt in that movie as well Mm -hmm. uh so i can't be mad i love charles martinet who you know i'm excited to see who he's gonna be in you know maybe a multiverse mario or like some other character like who knows but i Loved the trailer so much. Jack. The Jack Black Bowser scenes were incredible. I have so many... I just have so many screenshots of all the penguins that I've just sent back and forth to friends of just, <laughs> do you yield? Oh. It's incredible. And I am so excited uh, for the second trailer because uh, I know they even teased it in the direct, uh, which I'm sure we'll see Peach and, and everybody else. But man it is so and again chris pratt like look yeah he's i've interviewed him before for ign he's he's nice like he clearly i mean he's star lord like he's in like the biggest movies in the world so like i can't (laughs) star lord from uh, the guardians video game on Mm. nintendo switch cloud um but yeah it's (laughs) it's very uh yeah i'm i'm i've watched that trailer probably once every day since it came out i'm very excited wow i cannot wait for like that, for April to start getting closer, so we so we cover more <sighs> of that. Oh in. my god,
0: are you going to be doing the
3: red carpet? Oh, I hope so, uh, Bob. If you're watching, send me to the red carpet. Um, yeah, we're, we have Ups a good relationship with Universal, so <laughs> yeah. No, I know, and you know, in in I'm in Los Angeles. Uh, the Universal Studios, you know, is going to open the Mario oh, World yeah. here in Hollywood oh, in in spring next year. So I imagine. Maybe the red carpet's there. Maybe they tie in a big kind of event like Broadcasting Universal. Live I know you're watching this.
1: Universal Studios Nintendo World is Nintendo Voice Chat Boom. with all mm-hmm. of us, including Seth yeah. Macy. Absolutely. Let's talk to the ad team.
0: Let's get that sold, and we can pay for it all. <laughs> Let's do it. We don't we don't oh, like
2: yeah. sending Seth on trips anymore.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> Not after what happened. She stayed. That yeah, was a bummer. No, it's, I mean, I love it here, but don't get me wrong, but I also like going other places. So, yeah. But, Kat, how did you feel? Are you excited? Were you let down?
1: Well, you I just want to pour one out for Max and Brian and Jada, who never ah. made it after this trailer. It was just too much them so
2: it was a fun watch i i I wasn't able to watch it live but i watched it afterwards
3: turns out
0: all the spirit gum for the mustaches was (laughs) was
2: contaminated yeah if you didn't watch it nvc fans uh the the team reacted live to the trailer and then you watched it multiple times and they they were wearing fake mustaches and they were constantly falling off so if you only listen to the audio version you're missing all the mustache action
1: oh Yeah, I really liked it. I thought that it felt true and faithful to Mario in general. Um, I didn't really feel that one way or another about the actual voice acting. Um, Yeah, like there's plenty to be said about uh, star, you know, celebrity voice actors who are just collecting a paycheck and don't really care about it versus actual dedicated voice actors who, you know, put a lot of work into their craft just being passed over because they're not a household name.
2: Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. an, that's
1: an entire, like, thing to to have a discussion about. Yeah. But I actually had really low expectations going in because I was, like, some illumination. Like, yep. I've heard plenty of rumors or just, like, discussion. And they're like, oh, I, I heard that it's not going to be, like, very good. You know, there's no way that this is going to be good. I don't like the minions. I The minions are a little... It's because you're not...
0: not not, actually a cat take a pretty generally accepted i'm not
1: 10 years old so i don't like the minions so (laughs) 65 but Mm -hmm. as usual nintendo came in and said look mario's our mickey mouse and -hmm. if you're gonna do this you're gonna do it right and shigeru miyamoto is gonna stay here every single day Mm -hmm. and he's going to upend that tea table if you do it wrong so you better get it right (laughs) so
2: i think it's gonna be good shout out also keegan michael key's toad is perfect perfect. like i I was worried that, you know, you guys were talking about this, like maybe they give him a deep voice. And, you know, we, we obviously knew the actor cast, but like he does a really good realistic approximation of that blood curdling Toad's scream. It's <laughs> so good. I love that.
3: His his one line in the trailer makes me want to replay Captain Toad, Treasure Tracker. I'm like, oh man, Toad is the best.
1: But seriously, there are, there is so much minion energy in this. Either in the, uh, the Koopa Troopas, which obviously they're, you can see that they're trying to put a lot of personality, like the mm-hmm. Koopa Troopa with the, uh, eye patch. the eye patch. But then there's the penguins and then I bet there are going to be like a million shield. toads. You've already seen the toads in the, the poster. There's going to be a million of them. They're all going to have different personalities and all, they're all going to be very marketable and at some point they're going to oh, get their own spin-off yeah. and it's going to be called Toads. Toads. <laughs>
0: yeah, I like it. You're going to s- see the, uh, all the toads <laughs> silhouetted on the back of uh, Chrysler minivans in the neighborhood near you.
3: All the it, Minion it's, stickers it's... are
0: getting scraped off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Kat, it's, it's funny, Kat, that you said that you're not a fan of the Minions. I, I liked the Despicable Me movies. I thought the first Minions movie was actually like better than Despicable Me. But then the new Rise of Brew I didn't think was that good. Um, mm. Which maybe it's a hot take. But the funny thing about the Minions is that uh, they're the bad guys. They're the villains. That's something we all forget as a society. Like, they why are we celebrating <laughs> them? They are the bad, they're, they're minions. And that's a funny thing where, like, because, like, then you see kind of, like, you know, like, Mario plus Rabbids. Like, those were kind of like the, oh, like, that's their kind of minion thing. So, like, I, I do love the idea of, like, the Toads kind of selling. Because in my head, I'm like, oh, Jack Black, Bowser, he's going to steal the whole movie. Maybe probably Donkey Kong uh and then it's like oh wait the toads i i want Mm -hmm. could keegan michael key voice all of them i bet he could it would be exhausting yeah (laughs) (laughs) but we'll see i'm
0: i'm personally very much looking forward to it like cat i didn't have any expectations i had excuse me i had low expectations going in so i was very surprised also the uh the chris pratt it doesn't bother me because i understand that it is called show business and there was a guy on a cigar with a cigar going, yeah, we got to get that Chris Pratt. He's hot. Oh, He's it's, hot it's off the, dinos the Dinosaur's. There. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's what they did. They got a star, a bankable star. They didn't necessarily get the best artist or actor for the part. They got a bankable star. That's just how they so got the guy works. that
1: they had to drag out of bed to do one take for their oh, promo my God. video.
0: I my <laughs> I, we can do a whole segment on that, but I was so, like, I was cr- internally cringing that he was going to say like a the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I love stomping those
3: Koopas. Coop- like I Koopas. <laughs> yeah, I was. It's a, I I feel like I would have said Goombas before Koopas. That's, I, w- I that's what I thought was happening. I
0: I thought he couldn't remember which was which. You don't he stop
1: just... on the Koopas in the original Mario Brothers arcade, Chris. Yeah. Get right, Chris. <laughs> What are you doing, Chris?
3: This is our Mario, quote unquote. <laughs> I don't think so. Seth, literally, that your your impression is literally like Jack Black. Like I feel like Jack Black makes fun of Chris's promo video in that direct because he's just like, well, while you were dreaming about playing Mario at the laundry arcade, I was learning to breathe fire. I'm like. Jack Black, obviously, we know is a, is a is a gamer, uh, yes. and but it's like Chris Pratt, like okay, the way you're talking about Mario, it's very clear that you have not played any Mario game after the year 2000, <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay, that's fine. You don't need yeah. to, I guess, but it'd be nice if you knew how good Super Mario Odyssey was. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah maybe maybe knowing no, the source material. Uh, yeah. Little fun Jack Black fact before we move on. He got his SAG card actually from a, a, a commercial for Pitfall for the uh, the Atari.
2: Look that up. It's so good. If you want to see yep. a kid Jack Black, look up yeah, original like Pitfall commercial the other Jack, on YouTube.
1: The other fun Jack Black is like Back. I think his mother. Was one of the first women to work uh, on the Apollo Eleven moon landing? Yeah, his mom is wow. an astronomer.
0: Yeah, I think actually both oh, of his wow. parents. His dad's like a physicist or something. And, I don't know. It's and then she like was so like crazy.
1: pregnant. And she had to rush to the hospital, and that's it's it's a crazy story. That's Look great. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing it justice. It's a crazy story.
0: Uh, Jack Black is one of my personal heroes. I actually couldn't. I was supposed to see Tenacious D, but I still had that problem from Germany, and I was unable <laughs> oh, to no. go and see them whatever they'll be around forever because they're tenacious D so That's they right. have to be but enough about the Mario trailer everyone's excited about it except for those who aren't But let's talk about a trailer that dropped this morning before we recorded uh, actually the West Coast you all were still sleeping I was awake and I was treated to the Bayonetta three new and confusing trailer that also happens to be very very awesome um, so the first comparison that i felt i needed to make was that you see viola as a playable character quite a bit and i was like oh no they're metal gear solid toing us (laughs) that's what cat said too
2: yeah yeah she seems
3: okay
1: yeah she just kind of shows up at the beginning of the
0: game uh,
2: okay but the difference is that pretty boy and mgs2 never turned into a spider
0: that is also awesome. this. <laughs> if you haven't watched this trailer, pause the show, watch it. It's like three minutes and forty seconds because delightful nonsense. Weird, yeah, every weird bayonetta thing that you can imagine has been outdone by this trailer. It's got everything. There's a, like all right, bayonetta turns into a, a red crystalline structure and then explodes. Yep, um, as they do. A She's a witch. Vi-
1: she's a witch she's dying that's how witches die I think. Uh, oh is that how witches oh, yeah. die they turn into the crystal i think structures? that's i think the implication is that she's having some kind of nightmare or something bad's happening and bayonetta's dying but hmm. i i went to the bayonetta subreddit and looked Ooh. at the comments and they're all very hyped for this oh. trailer all the bayonetta fans spawning all of the demons that are popping up.
2: So not like MGS two days. Very I remember that to was the uh, yeah. is it spelled is it
1: pronounced Jean uh, Riot, her frenemy Bayonetta's Frenemy oh, uh, slash rival yeah. who now has her own mini game. Uh, <laughs> right. Let's talk about that. There's a Metroidvania apparently in this uh yeah in
0: this trailer for five
1: it's seconds. like a Metroid Zero mission kind of thing.
2: Yeah almost. a yeah. 2D polygonal two D side view little level that looks like a metroidvania um maybe some sort of subspace emissary it's funny like it's just like they just tacked it on like oh look at this it's like okay when did you have time to do that yeah
0: this is it it brought it brings up more questions than it answered that's for sure but we did get to see a lot of cool fighting a lot of witch time stuff we saw um like all right i don't i'm not up on my umbra witch lore is that Angel Bayonetta?
1: Like, what is... So the deal is, there's customization in this game. So you can customize all of the Bayonettas. Also, she can uh, equip different uh, demons. (laughs) And they give her different powers. And so, for example, she can turn into... um, You see her briefly turn into um, a particular demon uh, to go and wreak havoc. Um, They expand some of the systems... From Bayonetta, yes. so uh, I think the thing that you can like, you can kind of see that some of the areas are a lot more open in this one. Like for example, mm-hmm. when they're uh, in the desert fighting the monsters, um, we'll see how that ends up going. Um, a lot of the questions that people have been having is over the the frame rate uh, with Bayonetta three, like whether it's going to uh, be at yeah. thirty or a full sixty. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, how this comes out. And generally speaking, it looks like about an Xbox 360 level of graphics.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I'm fine because yeah, I know fine. it's going to be super fun. As long as it runs well, bonkers. that's all I really care
1: about.
2: And, and yeah, that's Platinum's always been really good with their sort of like their color and plasma effects and stuff. It'll look gorgeous on the OLED screen for sure. Ooh, yep. Yeah. But, like, just I'm smiling because I'm watching that trailer. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, I really don't understand what's going on.
0: There's a a guy in a pod It's a sidecar on the motorcycle. It's got a
1: sparkle finger
2: she sticks into a computer terminal.
1: As we saw the last time we talked about this, uh, about Bayonetta 3, the last time a new trailer dropped, like, there's some deep lore Mm. going on with this
0: series. No, 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 I
2: don't don't understand it.
0: I have so much respect for people who, like, Know the Bayonetta lore because it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Like Casey knows it so well that she was able to predict a major plot point months ago based on the makeup that Bayonetta was wearing. That's right. Like so I played reveal. through
1: Bayonetta too, and the only thing I remember is being like uh, in an R wing as I was flying to the mountain. I was just like, oh yeah, I love that part. It's amazing. <laughs> I remember you could turn into a high heel and punch down to yeah, some, it' was some cool. There, kick down some enemies. This game's oh. all vibes for me, and yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that's a bad thing like I I think vibes in a video game can be very very good and bayonetta <laughs> has some of the coolest and most enjoyable art direction um it's one of the best action games ever made oh for sure my cat take is that I like it better than devil May Cry uh, for the mm, most part just cool. um, yeah I like the flow of the combat how smooth it is I like the witch time conceit that kind of thing yeah. uh, I, I like building up the the combos and I love watching her hair do things. <laughs> in bayonetta so uh yeah i like, like the,
3: the 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 metroidvania section kind of lo- we were talking about metal gear solid too, like the bait and switch like that looks like metal gear solid like the green yeah. like the codec kind of like the interlace Beep. stuff even her like grabbing someone into like a vent like crawling yeah. in a thing i'm just like wait a minute that looks exactly like metal gear solid and I- yeah it just feels very like the first even the shadow first game the, that's uh, what i was gonna say that's, that's like that's shadow the complex shadow yeah. moses island that's what it was <laughs> oh I and see. like yeah and there's metal gear rex uh of course um i feel mm. i feel like okay. it's it there's a very like i don't know if you guys remember when um the metal gear solid uh was it ground zeros or phantom pain when that first trailer came out where it's like He's crawling in the hospital. There's like the whale. I'm just like, what is happening? Like, yeah. I know Metal Gear Solid and I don't know what's happening. That's how I feel watching that Bayonetta trailer. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Well- know, my
0: favorite part is the spider gremlin
3: from Gremlins 2 <laughs> is a playable
0: character. Mm-hmm. And you get to swing around like in, uh, in Marvel's Spider-Man. So I'm very much looking forward to that.
2: I forgot that Gremlins went that in that direction. That. What
0: are you talking about? How could you forget Gremlins 2? It's like one of the top five Gremlins movies too. Ever. The new batch.
2: It's so bad. Yeah.
0: No, no it is not. So, that is a Joe Dante directed that movie as like them. a uh it's a parody of itself. It's so that's one of the most brilliant movies yeah of the last 30 years. I have it on VHS <laughs> over there because I love it so much. In Just, fact, I'm gonna pitch Warner Brothers to let me redo the middle scene for streaming. Because mm. There's two different cuts. There's the VHS cut and then there's the theatrical cut and you only see the theatrical Anyway, Bayonetta 3 looks badass and I'm very excited for it. And that comes out at the end of this month, I believe. October 28th. Yes.
1: End
0: of the month. I... Perfect Halloween game. It is going to be the spookiest game. Even though mm. purple isn't generally associated with Halloween, but I think it should be. I think purple's got some spooky energy. Purple?
2: Purple it is. Yeah. Purple, and, purple and orange. And the Joker's got, you know, She's got that Joker's purple, purple just, green just and crude. orange colors. So then. I
1: finished Bayonetta two, but I never finished the original. It's still sitting on my Switch. Okay. I got about halfway oh. through it. I was really enjoying it. So um, if you've never played a Bayonetta, like I'd suggest picking up.
2: Time to catch Give me a up.
1: Shot it runs 100% really well.
0: Percent get Bayonetta 2 uh, oh, yeah. and play it. it Bayonetta is two is was one of the best Wii U game. games for sure. Yeah, I know. I was with I made sure to buy it and now like i'm keeping it because it's so rare it's it's not rare but uh yeah it is one of the best wii u games and probably one of the best things to come out of the wii u and the the enduring legacy of bayonetta and it will live on in bayonetta 3 and i'm pretty oh. sure it's gonna do well
2: seth there's a phone call for you it's uh, oh, oh the best thing to come out of the wii U is nintendo land yeah no, you're right okay thank you thank you <laughs> oh, sorry sorry to interrupt. Okay. Yeah, yeah no it was uh, uh,
0: splatoon uh, bayonetta in uh and, and nintendo land okay good, i do good. Love, yeah i do love yeah. me some nintendo land, oh hold on so.
2: hold on there's a, an, another call a oh, wind waker oh, okay. hd he forgot yeah you you forgot wind waker hd okay
0: <laughs> well that uh donkey that kong has come out of the Wii freeze Wii
2: oh yep
1: yeah, <laughs> wonderful
2: I, 101 that was my first big no.
1: review oh you know i never tokyo played mirage wonderful sessions that was good that was a good one That's so good oh m- mostly playable on i do miss nintendo land and i wish they would release it on the nintendo
2: switch Everything yeah. old will be new again. You Everything's lie. coming back.
0: Except, oh, I hope except so. Except for F-Zero. Except for F-Zero because they hate <laughs> F-Zero. They hate and it. They want everyone to cry. But nope. You know what time it is? It's question block time. Oh, okay. bye, 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 bye. Hmm. I don't have theme music for um, question block like Jose used to. Hmm. So excuse me, princess. <laughs> uh, Bo Hartwig, or as they would say in Germany, Hotweg. Uh, what's everyone's favorite spooky season game to play? Bo says, I bought Luigi's Mansion 3 when it launched, but never finished it. Finally went back to it this month, the spooky month, and I'm having a blast. I can't believe I slept on it for so long. So my question to the panel is, what is your favorite spooky game to play during the Halloween season? Or just in general, what's your favorite spooky game? Jeffrey, do you have a a favorite
3: spooky game that you like to play? You know what's crazy? I don't think this game is... The game I'm thinking isn't traditionally scary, but I am scared easily just at anything. Um, is uh, super liminal. Uh, super liminal is, is a. If you guys are unaware, it's 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 kind of like Portal. I mean that game. Portal walked so Superliminal can run, and it's a very kind of like you're in a test subject. The, the whole premise of it is you're. They want to test to see if you can be lucid in dreams, and and this and I played it on Switch, and it runs beautifully. Um, I think it's on every platform and there's there are these like sort of sinister overtones where like you kind of, oh yeah, there it is, uh, super liminal. It's like you're you're walking around and, and you're kind of going through this path, but then maybe you see like an employee's only door to the side and it's kind of cracked open. You'll go through and it'll be like, wait a minute, this person, you're not supposed to be back here. And you kind of see like red, bloody handprints, but then you go into another room and then it's like, it's just a paint bucket and it, so it's kind of Whoa, it has very cool. creepy mm-hmm. vibes oh i it's like a 15 dollar game i highly recommend super liminal and the ending is beautiful i think it's like a five hour game that's awesome. and it's uh yeah they're also like the the fact the whole game is you making things big and small like all perspective i feel like that is kind of scary on its own again i am very spooked easily so maybe this isn't kind of a good answer for a horror film but i was no, just, I think it's perfect it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's so good Superliminal is terrifying and beautiful and the ending is is so it's beautiful but it is it does have scary moments
0: nice right. i'm going to check
3: that one out now it looks really yeah what a great awesome,
2: pick man. actually
0: kat what's what uh spooky games do you prefer at this time of the year with the werewolves and draculas
1: well i scare easily and i don't really play horror games but I usually break out uh, Dracula, Dracula X, Rondo of Blood on my Oh, nice PC Engine Mini, a game that I've never finished, but I've gone toward the end, and just periodically I'll play through a, a huge chunk of it, like seventy-five to eighty percent of it, and then I'll get almost to the end, and then I'll put it down for reasons I can't quite decide. I mm. really love this game; it's beautiful. It's it's one of the most beautiful two D games that I've, I've played. It has a killer killer soundtrack. Um, uh, it's just so much fun uh, to play. I'm also I've only I've only finished uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night and Castlevania Portrait of Ruin, but I've never finished a traditional two D jumping around Castlevania. So I, I picked up the OG Castlevania on like the Famicom disc system. Akumo Joe no Ooh, nice. awesome mm-hmm. soundtrack. And I, uh, I, I, I would. The cool thing about that one is that it has a save, save system. Mm-hmm. Oh right, yeah. system. and an
2: extra sound channel, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I, I'm gonna maybe play that over the hall hol, over Halloween. I've made we'll it just... to like level four or thereabouts, level four, mm-hmm. level five in it. So uh, we'll we'll see if I can finally fulfill one of my bucket list items and beat the original Castlevania.
0: I hope you're able to do it without getting too spooky. Yeah. (laughs) Castlevania, great answer because almost all of the games pre the 3D era, excuse me, are good. Good enough. Some of them are amazing, but
1: maybe not Simon's Quest. I I know there are plenty of people who enjoy it. It was clever. It was creative. It was interesting. But I'm I'm more of a team Castlevania 1-3, Dracula X, that kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Dracula
0: X on the PC Engine Mini, <clears throat> excuse me, has an incredible opening sequence. Because yes. I, I believe it was it a, a CD-ROM game initially. or it was, was it, yes. Uh, yeah. So back then, when you put a game on a CD-ROM, you put a, like incredible animation and as much junk you so You have as to you have, have
1: just... an opening movie. You have to have yep, the exactly. CD quality music, which, <laughs> that's by that's the that's way, bad. again, killer, killer renditions of the Castlevania theme. And uh, you got to have somebody talking. In which yes. case you have very awkward German uh, at the beginning of the <laughs> yeah. game. Yep,
2: I like it's, awkward it's awesome. German.
0: <laughs> and it uh, it was trans or it was brought to the Super NES as uh,
1: a very bad like, Super NES translation.
0: Uh, very bad. That is also very valuable for whatever reason. I think it's it's probably pretty because rare. there was
1: pr- probably a very limited print run, so not yeah. many people bought it.
0: If you have a copy of that for Super NES, just loose, it's probably like a hundred bucks. So you have a bad game that's worth money. Hooray. Here, do you have any spooky games that you prefer?
2: Well, it's come to my attention that there's still people listening to the show that have not played Luigi's Mansion 3. So obviously that's the pick. Oh, man, it's so good. It's Nintendo on the show first party quality stuff um, you you just so mentioned three def- definitely is the one to play, especially if you've got a whole family you can play co-op too. Um, but I have never I have not finished the last Resident Evil game. And obviously, there's a new remake uh, on the horizon. So I really got got to get to it. I, I I stopped in the factory, I think. So I got to pick that one back up. So I might play that. But also, I'm downloading way too many games. I just downloaded, when we're starting the show, I downloaded Atari Mania and Lego Brick Tales on my Switch. So I have all this other stuff to play. It's not spooky, but it's scary that there's so much to play. Paris
1: is sitting here. Cat, <laughs> should I get Lego Brick Tales? No. <laughs> Well, I'm buying it.
2: <laughs> yep. Too late. Too
1: late. <laughs> Should I get Atari Mania? Eh, uh, too late. I already bought it.
2: Oh, my God. Atari Mania's logo on the title screen of the Switch is the most hideous thing ever.
1: Ah. It's,
2: <laughs> it's awful. That is the true horror of the season. So I don't know if you guys can see it because we're on a tiny screen here. But um, they better fix that because that, that is going to give me nightmares.
0: Well, to be fair, uh, everything about the Atari 2600 was hideous. So, yeah, uh,
2: yeah, I grew up with that console, and uh, you know, really like have so many fond memories of playing games like Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm like, oh my god, I'm playing the the movie. Um, and uh, when you go back now, those it's, games are terrible. They virtually they're virtually unplayable, horrible. with some exceptions like Pitfall is still great, obviously. Sure. But yeah, like, but
0: Pitfall that, was also like a technological, yeah. like accomplishment at a level that had never been seen in, in that era. And, and then most of those Atari games you play and it's like you look at the incredible airbrush art on the the car and you're like yeah and it's a yellow like a baby diarrhea yellow screen with a red two-legged pixel that just makes wet fart noises all the time (laughs) oh jeffrey
1: we lost lost jeffrey
3: Jeffrey. oh no i'm still here i'm still here my my camera uh has a oh good there we go there we go i said it was the uh Allow it to cool. My temperature is too
2: high. Wow! See Los Los Angeles. It's just yeah. That's all right. We can still hear there. you. Yeah. And we
0: have uh we have our our, our spooky game answers all squared away. So now we can move on to the next. Oh, I didn't say what my spooky game is. What about. is it? Let's say Resident Evil Four. Okay. Because I love Resident Good Evil choice. Four. Good choice.
2: And it's well, there's a remake game. coming. That's the
1: Resident Evil I've yeah. played. I like that one. Yeah. I've always, oh. meant, I've always meant to play RE2 remake, but like I said, I'm kind of a coward. I, I
2: I'm I I am i do not like running away either, yeah. and like the RE4 elevator sequence scared the bejesus out of me. Somebody was like mm. way
1: back, it was like, "Cat, you got to play Resident Evil 2 when it was on the original yeah. PlayStation." There are dogs that jump out through windows, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's that's that, too much for me." Oh that my was god.
2: honestly, that was the first time. Actually, second time rescue and Fractalist but the sec the the really like this pivotal moment where I realized oh god video games can be so scary because like that like I played it with Aaron Bolding who was uh, editor at the time and I had already seen the dog jump through the window. We we're playing it together and I let him play that sequence because it's it's freaky and he didn't know it was gonna happen. He dropped the That's controller <laughs> like he threw it on his, and he's like hell now. No, why didn't you why did you warn me? He was genuinely mad at me um, uh, for the dogs. Uh,
1: I got the demo for alien versus predator on the original pc because you know for reasons and i literally could not muster the courage to leave the apc because i knew the aliens were out there oh. and the facehuggers <laughs> yeah. were gonna get Oof. me too scary too spooky too spooky
0: NBC. Spook. That's yeah. right that's right I, I think my runner-up would be Amnesia, but that's not a, a on-switch. That's all.
1: that's an actual scary game, right? Like, yeah, that's a pretty. Mm. That's a pretty. I've actually never finished it. it,
0: it, it I don't get freaked out. Like, yeah but I got a little, a
2: little creeped out. You ever play Condemned that. or Outlast or any of these games that, like, I? Just... Oh,
0: should I be playing them? I do like a spooky.
2: Well, game. Yeah, if you like, if you like scary stuff, please, please do. Okay, I condemned. Well, I will was, say Condemned. I got to this level where uh, it's a warehouse with lots of mannequins. And then one starts moving, and I'm like, all right, that's it. Uh, thank you, game. See, <laughs> like that. Psychological
1: mm-hmm. horror can be cool. Uh, mm-hmm. when it just gets really gory, I'm just like, I, I can't deal with the gore. I don't really want that. It's it's just at a certain True. point it becomes just gross.
0: That's see, I love gore. Like I used to watch all just the saw Japanese. The blood. Gore he lives movies in Maine. like Tokyo Gore Police. <laughs> um, I can't remember the other ones. Uh Ricky O, The Story of Ricky, one of the greatest movies ever made. If you can find it, watch it if you like ridiculous, gory movies. But I remember when I was a kid in Splatterhouse, it's coming out and they're like banned in you know four states. And I just remember reading over the the uh the Splatterhouse coverage in whatever magazine it was at the time because I was so obsessed yeah. with that spooky gore aesthetic. Weirdly though, I, I hated horror movies when I was a kid. Mm. terrified of that Freddy Krueger fella. That's Ugh.
2: That's weird that you're so numb to this, but it, not everybody lives in Castle Rock, of course. So like for us it's <laughs> unusual to see gore and violence like that.
0: I I don't want to see like realistic, like that's upsetting, but when it's cartoonish, yeah, I think it's hilarious. Like um oh, what is that Peter Jackson movie? Uh Dead Alive, which is known as Brain Dead internationally. The most blood ever, fake blood ever used in a movie. It is It's a Guinness brilliant. Book of Record. It's wonderful, and you cannot find it in the United States for wow. any sort of reasonable price. It's like $110 for the Blu-ray. The VHS is like $80. But yeah, Peter Jackson, please bring that to Blu-ray here in the United States. I just
1: saw Cabin in the Woods recently. Yeah,
2: it's funny, like right? A year ago. Yeah, don't I, spoil it.
1: I did not, I did not know what it was all about so i went in fresh it was great
2: yeah there you go Amazing yeah watch movie. that for halloween if you haven't seen it
1: i appreciate I the construction of good horror movie even though like i kind of find them like i'm like i don't know mm-hmm. but like a really well done horror movie it's, it's a
2: treat yeah it's very meta See,
1: yeah. i didn't find it that good i thought
2: the really?
0: relationship between Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock was like completely unrealistic, but then I realized I was watching The Lake House.
2: <laughs> and not Kevin. I was, I was uh, wondering yeah. where that was going. Good job, Seth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done. So, yeah. Uh, all
0: right. Um, this is from Andrew Glasspell. or forgive me if I say your name wrong, Glasspell. This is a, a hard question for me to parse. I just knocked over my empty drink earlier. Would you rather have a Switch 2 that's not backwards compatible next year or a Switch Pro that is backwards compatible in three years this is like would you rather fight 100 chickens or one chicken sized yeah um so uh, would you rather have a switch to next year or a backwards compatible pro in three years
1: i would be wildly disappointed if a switch came out that was not backward compatible and i think it would be a huge mistake by nintendo i think they would get absolutely excoriated for it and they deserve it so uh absolutely i would want the switch pro in three years or whatever that's fully backwards compatible because um i'm not saying i wouldn't buy a switch to that's not backward compatible but i'd be feeling pretty salty about
2: it same same like i you know i now have a game library um that i'm proud of on my switch and i want to be able to to bring it with me to the next one and like you know, I think we're all kind of a little burnt by past Nintendo consoles, where we own digital product that is no longer accessible cool. to us, and like I'm hoping that that is over.
1: And bless Xbox for making backward compatible com- compatibility like mm-hmm. a standard again.
2: Yeah, where yeah. it's
1: just kind of an expected thing, and it almost feels like they dragged Sony and, or maybe to a lesser extent, Nintendo. Um, yeah. kicking and screaming with them, so we'll yeah. see.
2: I actually think, like, look, the Sony even found solutions for games they couldn't emulate, right? By having them streaming, and, like, I th- I think it's great.
0: Yeah, I love the idea that there's just a, a warehouse full of PS3s, there's a guy just dropping the game in there every time. Oh, that's boy, right. He whenever play, you request
2: a game. Metal Gear Solid 4, yeah. he yeah.
0: pulls it out, and he walks over, and he drops <laughs> it in. He's it like, Ape, it escape? Ape? <laughs> Ape Escape?
2: Where's Ape Escape? Jeffrey, are you would you prefer
0: to have one right right next year or would you wait for backwards compatibility
3: i if you can believe it i'm still using my launch switch from Mm -hmm. toys r us r.i.p toys r us Um, and it's still great i think i could wait three years i mean i don't want to wait three years at all that i hope that's not the case um i know the pandemic sort of pushed probably maybe we would have had a new hardware by now uh not counting the oled of course but um yeah i still buy switch games physically like a like a silly man and so i would like to have it backwards i assume this is assuming the eShop is still good although it's weird like in the past like with the wii it's like you know the wii shop channel like obviously we can't play those games on switch but the switch feels like this kind of new beginning for nintendo that i just can't imagine them seeing not making a, a hybrid console in the future like i feel like from now on it has to always be hybrid i mean we don't know if that's mm. going to be the case but yes. i assume that and so i i feel confident when i'm just spending money like crazy on the eShop because i'm like oh i'm gonna be able to play this in five ten years with the current nintendo console at least i hope so it's like you know now you can buy like 70 dollars skyrim on eShop. you know like you're yeah. gonna be mad if you can't play that uh, so yeah i will uh who andrew asked that i will wait three years but let's not make that uh the case
1: <laughs> i think back to like nintendo's track record gamecube was backward compatible the wii was backward compatible with the gamecube and the wii u was backward compatible with the wii, wii but not the gamecube yep. or was it correct i think no it, it was. was not no it okay it play. wasn't yeah uh, it was a pain to actually transfer everything. Yeah. And then yes. of course the three DS was backward compatible with the DS and et cetera. So usually it goes back at least one generation. One generation. And yeah. the reason the Wii U and the, the Switch, it was the switch was just kind of a new thing. Like it was a little bit of a redesign. Well, oh no switch.
2: disk drive, right? So yeah, you exactly. can yeah.
1: also no I...
0: one cared about Wii U, so they
1: didn't. <laughs> we were really we to. were kinda of over the Wii and the Wii U by yeah. that point for sure. It is. But also,
0: it, th- yeah. To be I'm fair, we got the, all those Wii U games anyway on Switch. They're kind yeah, of yeah. We just bought them compatible. again. That's right. Yeah, it did not You just pay just
3: twice as much. So. Sixty dollars. Skyward Ooh. Sword. My my fear is the Nintendo DS. Like how that we got the new 3DS, which obviously bad name, and like having the different cartridges so that it, you know obviously couldn't fit because it wasn't compatible. But it's like, yeah. is there a world where we get Switch cartridges that are can't fit in an old Switch? That that I. That feels like this. That feels scariest that, thing. This seems like long. the most likely
2: thing. Yeah, They're, just- <laughs> they're super long. And Jeff uh, yeah. Jeffrey Vega, if you don't like the name New Nintendo 3DS, it's going to be really sad when they announce the New Nintendo Switch because that's definitely what they're going to call it. My biggest oh, New no. Nintendo Switch
1: <laughs> My biggest salt was that the DSI removed back re- uh, removed region lock. Or it brought back region locking. Yeah. And I got a lot of Japanese DS games. And so mm. um, it's very difficult to play Japanese DS games on my 3DS, mm-hmm. for example, because uh, because they're locked. And I'm just like, I want I just want to break the region locking so I can play literally all of my DS and 3DS games on my 3DS. And I know it's possible, but I'm also a little afraid of messing up my eShop library because Ooh. it's getting harder and harder to actually have those things on there I can't lose Double pocket no card jockey y'all I can't no. lose exactly.
3: it <laughs> at least you have a camera on the DSi I mean that's what everybody wanted right yeah yeah
2: that's that was important
3: I, I'm, sc- I'm calling it right now switch to pro as a camera front facing <laughs> oh, i am front, front
2: facing and back i still have my wii u hooked up in my living room and so i have this logitech remote where it has like custom custom buttons on the screen for the different consoles and i still have wii u on there and once in a while i accidentally trigger it and the wii u actually turns on with the remote too Yeah so you
0: right.
2: just coming out of the speakers and like the the other day like the the i usually fix it i'm like no i meant switch um the title screen came up i'm like i don't i didn't remember there was there was video chat on the wii u too right like they they had their little camera they they were trying to be the everything device at the time like so much stuff built into that machine yep
0: my youngest son and my nephew are the same age and when they were like very 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 little you know six or seven years old they would just get on that video chat and they'd just be goofing around yeah Mugging with each other and just being cute it's, little,
2: cute little guys. It's almost like Nintendo ignored that smartphones were a thing. They're like, "No, no, 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 we're gonna make this device that lets you do all these things." The Wii U is like, your top smartphone. I got. I already have. One. <laughs> yeah, Hello. That's right. Oh, you got a
1: call? It's, yeah. It's it's I mean, Nintendo pair. The Switch is your smartphone. Hello. Oh, thank you. Hello. We,
2: we should we, we should we could talk like this all all, oh day, all gosh, day. the Oh my gosh! Look at us time. on our empty set here.
1: <laughs> You're actually doing guys. one thing
0: that.
3: The switch can't do, and that's talk to one another. The, which the is voice
1: chat, still the gag, right?
2: Well, yeah. you know, that's well Nintendo
3: did remember about smartphones for that. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. The most convoluted possible way, which is why I am not a hundred percent certain that the Switch successor will be backwards compatible because they get they always do oh, something come that just
2: doesn't make any sense. No, it will. By the way, the Splatoon, uh, Splatoon on the app is pretty cool. Oh yeah? The, yeah, is it? Yeah, the integration is really nicely done. It's just I wish it was in. I wish they would apply that to a machine, to the core well, machine.
0: That's what this, maybe the Switch Two will mm-hmm. just be a, a will actually just be a very large smartphone.
2: <laughs> that's right.
0: I mean, like, come on, the 14 Pro Max—that's a big. So those are getting
1: like, bigger Nintendo and bigger. phone. And then, a what Nintendo a hellish experience that
2: would be. <laughs> right. They, that's <laughs> what we call a red ocean they're never it's crystal they're never clear. gonna jump into those waters
0: no it's, it would be it, the nintendo way would be crystal clear perfect communication as though you were standing next to the person and to make calls you had to actually drop quarters into the machine <laughs> to pay for it ahead
2: of time and you have to remember a number by heart you're not allowed yes. to write it down because no contact every day allowed
0: that's right and it's a rotary <laughs> yes. but anyway that is all of the time we have Nintendo voice chat this week. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NVC Podcast. Submit oh, big question block news. By the way, I just got added to the NVC at Ign.com email alias. So you can either submit your question blocks to the Facebook group when we call for them, or you can email nvc at ign.com with the subject line question block for your chance to get a question block read during the show. I want to thank Red for being in the control room on the ones and twos. Jeffrey, thank you for uh, coming down from the internet to join us today. I know you're very busy. There's all kinds of uh, red carpets, and uh, Tom Cruise is going to take you on a, uh, on a fighter jet later on.
3: So thank you. Where can people find you online? Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter, at uh, Jeffrey Vega. I post a lot of behind the scenes from IGN stuff you know stuff i'm not supposed to share you know <gasps> confidential things and uh yeah that is not
2: true but you can also follow <laughs> him on ign's tiktok if you go if you if yes. you have yeah. tiktok and you're not following ign join the more than three million people who have followed us yeah. there and it's Jeff's, the
0: only good tiktok channel is as jeffrey's as far as true. I'm concerned.
2: jeffrey's videos are hilarious they're awesome yeah
3: they're amazing so they're well, very but, they very high production basically-
2: value there is no shoddy green screen ever <laughs> <laughs>
3: The funny thing is that I'll take articles that Kat or other of our award winning uh, journalists and then I do dances to them yeah, that's for right. the kids. Yeah. And so, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, 3.5 million strong. Kids. Join us.
0: Now remember NBC is the only place where you can
2: get the, the thing. thing.